Welcome to our second podcast. This is Lacey and Christy with Living In Collective. Hey, Christy. Hello, Lacey. How's it going? It's going pretty good. It's the middle of the week here in Austin. Yeah. And we're excited. We're excited about this episode. Today, we're going to talk about just the basics of health and how to live a life in a way that is manageable, that gives back to you. So often, we associate our health and wellness with just another thing to add to our monstrous to-do list. Yeah. And we don't want you guys to feel like that. No. And it's all in the simple things. It doesn't have to be this ginormous thing. They always say taking the little baby steps adds up to a big step. And that's kind of how I view this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we have goals. I know I do. I'll have a big goal and I'll look at it and think, I just don't even know where to start. So part of the importance is learning how to back up just a little bit and find tiny things that you can do in a way that is manageable. We all know the summer's coming, so we're not going to have a ton of time that's ours. And so we want to give you just some basics, and that way you can use this in the fall, you can use this in the winter, you can use this in the summer when your kids are home. Absolutely. And it's not overwhelming. No. No. Overwhelming then leads to stress, and when we're stressed, we're not healthy anyway. so It backfires on us. It does. Has that happened to you? It's happened to me. It happens to me (laughs) when I'm like, I'm going to eat perfect this week. I mean, how many times have we all started out? It's Monday. No junk food, no wine, no this, no this. And the minute I say no to everything, that's all I want. And I hear that from clients all the time too. So, And that's not sustainable because we won't ever live that, that way unless we have a medical reason to. Right. So we want to try to help you guys find things to do that are sustainable and then make you into a better person overall. And so another thing we do as women a lot of times is compartmentalize the areas of our life. So we think like fitness is only this one thing over here, health and wellness, instead of looking at the big picture of who we are as people and how we might need to sleep a little better. We might need to spend some more time with good friends that encourage us, not just go hit the elliptical, even though that's great to get your heart rate up, but just right. kind of putting it all together yes, to really balance the ones that we think are important. Yeah, I really love this conversation because a lot of times it's easy just to think of our health being only fitness mm-hmm. and then nutrition. And a lot of times as women, we automatically correlate nutrition with some type of fad diet that we're usually not succeeding in. So right. it almost has like a not negative connotation to it where there are so many other components of our lives that really play into who we are as people. Yeah. So we kind of were sitting here talking and we came up with a couple that we thought were important as far as our health and like if you wanted to master the basics or start off with the basics of just being a healthy woman, mm-hmm. these are the things that you might want to focus on, these areas. We picked, came up with five areas. Yeah, so we came up with relationships this is relationships with friends, family, spouse, children. Um, we also came up with sleep. What are the other three? Nutrition, movement, mm-hmm. and normally you would think of just exercise, but we really wanted to use the word movement in the thought of just moving, not only your exercise component, component, which we all love, we all love our spinning classes or running or whatever your hobby is, but then also just moving more throughout the day. So we have movement in there and then your mind. So your mind can be intellectual stimulation, which if you are in a job that's exciting to you, that might be where you get it. If not, you might need something like reading a little bit or listening yeah. to podcasts is a great, great way. And then also when I think of the mind, I also think 
What are our thoughts? How mm-hmm. are we thinking about ourselves? Right. So many times, right? At the end of the day, I'll think, oh, wow, I would never talk to someone the way that I'm talking to myself. Right, right. So when we were talking about these five areas. So just a recap, we have relationships, um, nutrition, movement, mental health, and sleep. Those are our five areas that we're going to focus on today. And when we came up with the list, I said to Christy, I was like, gosh, it's really about kind of removing toxicity from all of these things. Relationships, sleep, every single area that we just mentioned. If you can remove toxicity, you're just going to instantly improve your health. Yes. And that's easy. Not easy. It's going to take some time. But it kind of is motivating to think none of us is really wanting to hold on to toxicity. Sometimes we just don't know what it looks like or where to start. Mm-hmm. So if we can remove some things that are holding us back from being our best selves. Absolutely. We're going to get instant results and feel so much better. So much better. Should we dive into each little one for a second? Okay. Let's talk about relationships first. This is a good one. This is hard, especially women. I know we both struggle with it too. Friendships, mom friends. um, We're on time constraints. We're trying to make time for everyone and anyone. And really choosing your time wisely about the people that you spend time with is so important in our phase of life right now. It is so important because we don't have a ton of time, just like you said. And then we've talked before about how you know you become the average of the top five people you spend your time yeah. with. And invariably, well, if you look at your time, a lot of times you spend time with people who maybe are not a positive influence on you mm-hmm. or don't believe in you or might kind of be that person who always second guesses things, ideas you have or... Right. Or... Totally. I had a friend tell me one time, she said... You want to surround yourself with people that when you leave their presence, you feel energized and not drained. And look, we all go through seasons where, you know, I might need more and I might drain you a little bit more. But in general, do I feel totally drained every time I spend time with this person? Does this person make me feel good about myself, about my life? Do I want to spend time with them and help them feel better also? Those are important questions. Those are really good questions. And to have that kind of permission mm-hmm. that um, I know even just as simple as our, it's not relational, but um, our social media accounts. Recently I heard, you know, if they're, every time you're scrolling through and you see an account that makes you think a negative thought about yourself or think a negative thought in general, all you have to do is unsubscribe to that account. And it's kind of the same way with our friendships, although they're people, so it's different because we're in relationships. We want to love people. We know that that is where it's at. That's where life is its fullest. But when you do start to realize you might be in a toxic relationship, that's usually a good chance for you to kind of back up a little bit, protect your own heart. Mm -hmm. And I love all the talk um, over the last year about boundaries. Like Brene Brown's book about boundaries. I just love that idea and that it's okay because... I feel a little bit like we were taught, like, you need to be friends with everyone and anyone, and they can just steamroll you, and that's not okay. And when you set up those healthy boundaries, it does help have a better relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then prioritizing relationships. I think sometimes as women, we get so busy, and where you know, whether it's with our husband or with our children or with our friends, it's really easy. I know I, I'm more of an introvert, so it's real easy for me. I like to do things alone, and I have to make a effort to say like, no, I need some time with my girls that encourage mm-hmm. me. And I need, even if it's picking up the phone and talking to a long distance friend or um, just taking the time to be nurtured in your heart. Totally. And don't you, after like a girl's night, I always come home, even if I kind of 
force myself to go out. I'm going to be out late. And I, I always tell my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so full. And that was so fun. And it was just what I needed. And sometimes we don't even know we need that. No. How many times have you wanted to cancel at the last minute because you're so exhausted? Yes. All, all the time. All the my time. My friends know that all the time. <laughs> and then you're driving home and you think, oh, I forgot that part of me even existed. Like it was so fun just to sit around a table and laugh, not be responsible for anyone, just be who I am. Yes. And that's huge. Being loved for who you are. I think finding a group of friends that loves you for who you are, where you can be authentic. Absolutely. And not try to be who you think that they think you should be. That's a lot of words. But you yeah, know. but absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think all of us struggle with trying to please people or try to you know, present the best version of ourselves. You know that you're in a true friendship when you can be who you are on a bad day. I love that. Who you are on a great day. But like... If you can show up on a bad day and still be loved, that is powerful. It is. That's powerful stuff. Powerful. I love that. that. Okay, Okay, should we go to our next one? Absolutely. Awesome. Food. Our favorite subject. Our favorite. We love food. We love food. delicious. We do. (laughs) Our friends are always like, y'all eat all the time. And we do. We love. That's such a good way for both of us to nourish our bodies and choose the right health in that regards so what are some ways to be like basic ways to be healthy with food yes this can get so overwhelming can't it and we're definitely we'll be doing an episode later on how to kind of um, sift through all the different uh, ways of eating out there there's so many trendy different you know you could be vegan and paleo and keto and there's all these different things that get so overwhelming so we really wanted to like where do you start with the absolute basics and we came up with thinking about um, vegetables. <laughs> this is so boring. It's so boring. But it's, it's so, so true. true. Just getting more living food in your life. Mm-hmm. And we love fruits and vegetables, but vegetables really have um, such a great source of vitamins and the nutrition that we need. Absolutely. I have to really try constantly to get in vegetables every meal and thinking, what can I add? And I think in general, because it isn't necessarily overly convenient or quick, although it can be, and we can, we're going to teach you guys down the road how to do that, um, just trying to make that conscious effort to get more vegetables, you will feel so much better. And yes. it also will replace all the processed foods. So that kind of goes hand in hand here. We really want to cut out as much processed food as you can. Absolutely. And it is hard. Mm-hmm. If I'm not intentional, I will get to the end of the day to dinner and realize, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten anything alive today. Like right. everything I've eaten has been still like relatively healthy food, but nothing, like you said, vegetables, you really do have to be more intentional. What are some ways that you like to sneak vegetables in? Do you try to eat something that's like alive or like a vegetable or fruit at every meal? I do. Breakfast is hard because I'm usually out the door super early with the kids. Um, so not always that one. Usually fruit, I'll just grab an apple or something along with oatmeal or... You know, I, I haven't been making eggs in the morning, but I did last night for dinner. I was I was like, great idea, just craving vegetables, so I just chopped up a ton of vegetables. Um, literally cleaned out the fridge, spinach, broccoli, threw everything in, added some eggs and eggs egg whites, and made this like awesome scramble. And it was so good, so filling. I felt so good after. And I think we all know, like we were saying about all these pillars, like these things just make us feel so good and we know it, we just don't really implement them. I mean, you should, at the basics of eating, just eat what makes you feel good. Yes. It's like a kid. It's it's like like kids where you have to say like, really, you will feel so much better if you just take this nap when you're little, when you have little ones. Right. And they resist you. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? No. And we'll call it a treat. Like I'll say, oh, I'm, I'm indulging today. I'm just going to eat, 
what, you know, foods that I know don't make me feel good. Right. And then I think, really, was that a treat? Because I feel horrible. That didn't right. feel like a good treat. And there, right. And there is a difference between feeling good in the moment, like enjoying the food you're eating. So someone could say, oh, well, a donut makes me feel good. Well, it might make you feel good while you're eating it, but you're not going to feel good after yes. for a lot longer of a period than you are for the minute that you're eating the donut. Or whatever. Not that you can't have those treats, but in general, try to eat more foods that are going to make you feel good longer. Um, And then our last biggest tip, which we just love, 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 is protein. Protein. (laughs) If you ever hang out with us, (laughs) you will know that we think that protein is really important. And we're not talking about a high-protein diet. We are talking about the protein that your body is craving. So again, we're really rushed. We are busy ladies, and so the the hardest thing to get enough of what our body is actually craving is protein, mm-hmm. just because it's not a natural grab-and-go. Processed food does not have a lot of protein in it, and so um, if you can think every meal to just add one protein source, so what are some of your favorite protein sources? Um, in the morning, just first thing, start off with the collagen protein in my coffee just right away 18 grams of protein it just feels awesome to start the day that way what about you yes I love starting the day like that great for your hair and your skin and your nails Mm -hmm. and then you just already boost up that protein Um, I like doing things in bulk as much as I can Um, so I'll make hard-boiled eggs at the beginning of the week so on those mornings that you're literally having to run out the door you can grab a hard-boiled egg and an apple and you're ready to go Um, and then Last night we grilled, and so we just threw a bunch of, we, we made extra of everything. So we made grass-fed burgers, we made um, chicken thighs, we did hot dogs for the boys, and just made a little bit of extra. So then it was really easy today on a crazy day yes. to just grab leftovers. In there, I love that. Have your little meal. So if you can think of a palm size of protein yeah. at every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Perfect. And then we have like little protein snacks that we like. We do. I mean, I, my favorite kind of go-to, although this is back to the processed food. Ah, excuse me. But we're a balance. We're, we're a balance. balance. We're a balance. Um, I do love the RX bars if you just need a quick, like, on-the-go protein. But I do. I will carry eggs with me. Um, uh, jerky, you know, healthy grass-fed jerky from Whole Foods. Um, what else? Yeah, anything like that. Turkey. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll just, when I get home, I'll just roll up a couple slices of turkey, eat a few yes. carrots. Um Smoothies are always good in the summer. We kind of talked about that last week. They're, they're so always... good. Smoothies are my favorite now that it's getting hot. It's so hot here. It's so good. It's so hot. Um, with the protein, mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought for a second. Yeah, but you're so good. <laughs> We're talking about how important protein is. Oh, I was just going to say, when you make sure that you have enough protein in your daily life, and we really stress this with our clients too, is like, that's the most important thing to get. And when you're getting that, everything else seems to naturally fall into place. Yeah. It's amazing. It yeah. does. It really does. There's something about prioritizing your protein. If you can prioritize your protein, have something living at every meal, like living meaning <laughs> living meaning a fruit or vegetable, right. and especially vegetables. But oh my gosh, you're winning out of the ballpark. If you can make those two changes to your nutrition, I think you would reap um, huge benefits from that. Absolutely. So moving into movement. Movement. What is movement? What are the basics of movement? So movement, just like you had said earlier, is not just what exercise am I going to do today. And we talked about this last week is 
you're going to set yourself up for failure if you think, oh, I've got to make it to an hour class every day to get my workout in. No, you just need to move. You need to move 10, 20 minutes. You need to get that heart rate up. Um, if you can't get a quick exercise, which we have tons of home workouts, we're going to post a lot and you have no excuses there, but um, just parking further away. This morning I went to Target. I was like, I'm just going to park a little further away. I can walk in getting exercise there, taking the stairs, being active with your kids, going outside to play basketball. There's other natural ways to move besides I'm going to just hit this exercise class or go for this run, making it less organized, especially during the summer when kids are home. That's huge. Yeah. And I think we have a natural, it's easy when we're parents to think, oh my gosh, I just don't have time. I've got all the kids. But we really have a natural built in. We have kids that want to play with us. Mm -hmm. And I am not great at this. I have to get myself to do it. But you're right. If we'll just like go outside and play basketball with our nine-year-old for 15 minutes, you know, that's just fun. You'll be laughing. I think a lot of us have forgotten how to just play and enjoy ourselves. And exercise is such a chore or something that we need to do to get done. Um, learning how to play or yes. going for a hike with your kids or swimming again. I mean, I've just started swimming a tiny little bit while my kids are at swim team. And I mean, a tiny bit, like literally 10 minutes. But just being in the water makes me feel like a kid again. That's it just awesome. is kind of like taking doing things that are outside of your prescribed workout time. It just kind of feels like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. Our bodies are made to move. So more kind of like unstructured exercise. Yeah. I love that. I do too. I need to do more of that. And just being outside in the sun, like we're all, I mean, this time of year it's kind of hard because especially in Texas, we tend to be out in the sun a little too much, but it is important that we're out in the sun every day. It helps yeah. with our sleep. It helps with our vitamin D. Just Absolutely. Playing. playing. Oh my gosh, I love to play. We're going to play this summer. Yes. Goals. There, there is your health goal. We're going back to the basics too. With you guys. I know. <laughs> we're reminding ourselves that. Awesome. I love that. Anything else on that one? No, what else with movement? You, you're you great. At, I love, you're really great at thinking on a dime of like a great home workout. And again, just that simplicity. Well, it used to be so overwhelming. This is a new thing for me. And I was, you know, we've both trained people for a long time, but I was like, oh, I need someone to send me a workout or I need to be coached. And then once you just get in the habit, I promise you, you just need to start. That's just what I tell everyone. Like, just start. Just Bear for it with it for like three minutes and then you'll be in. Just write something down, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, do repeats, 20 minutes, you're golden. You just need to sweat, you need to get your heart rate up. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, all body weight. Your kids will love to see you work out too. I think it's so important. Yes, absolutely. And how many times, like sometimes I'll even have to try to talk myself into it by saying, you only have to do the first round. And if you don't yes. want to finish, you don't have to. That's perfect. And then the minute yes. I get into it yes. and the music's playing and my heart rate's, beats racing and I'm sweating, I'm like, oh, man, so good. I'm finishing this. It does. You never regret a workout. That's a great saying. Is that yours? Yes. We need to, we need to write that somewhere. Let's do it. We're going to write this, that in the show notes for yes. you guys. We're going to make bumper stickers for you guys. Yes. You never <laughs> regret a workout. I love that. For sure. Awesome. All right. Next one is... Sleep. That's huge. This is huge. I think we're learning more and more just as a society about the importance of sleep. Mm -hmm. I know personally I'm learning a lot. Have you ever struggled with sleep or is that something easy for you? 
I will admit it has been easy for me, um, which I'm so thankful for. And I'm a big sleeper, and my husband's actually a big sleeper too, and I'm so thankful that we're on the same page. We want to go to bed together. We have very similar routines, which is such a gift. Um, A lot of couples I know are kind of on opposite schedules, and we're on such a great schedule. Um, I totally get made fun of for going to bed early, and I'm fine with that. It is so important to me. Sleep is where our bodies heal, repair, recover, restore. It's just, oh, it's huge. And I was actually listening to another podcast this week and saying how much sleep we need is more than we think. This whole people that are like, oh, I get five to six hours and I feel great. And they say, no, you really need closer like eight to nine, everyone. And I know that's not realistic for everyone, especially new moms and traveling husbands. And there's so many scenarios, but definitely more is better. And your body is just going to thank you tenfold your hormones balance out I mean we could just list on and on it's huge and a lot of times it's the last thing on the list and I totally get it because we're both moms and a lot of times it feels like your only sacred time is after the kids go to bed and then it's so easy to fall into the trap of Netflix or whatever absolutely right the episodes automatically load up and all of a sudden it's 11 or 12 and you have that wake up at five or six to get your kids on the bus Mm -hmm. so really figuring out again like just making small small tiny changes small um, little lifestyle changes like maybe trying I know it's really hard on weeknights I try not to even turn the TV on because I don't what, yeah I, I don't. was gonna say that too I um I was just talking to a friend this weekend and I'm not a big night TV watcher because for me it's just not worth it I know that zoning out for a couple hours I would rather be sleeping and because I know that that's so much more beneficial to my life and I'm gonna feel so much better tomorrow Um, I know we need time to kind of decompress and maybe you just limit yourself. Maybe you just go from three hours to one or really try to read a book. If you need to unwind, read a book, put the phones away, just kind of rewind that way. That's huge. And anything you you do or hear, you can always think of it as, okay, I'm going to do a week-long experiment. So think, I don't have to give up Netflix forever, but yeah. I'm, or whatever you're, That's a great whatever idea. is keeping you up late at night. Yeah. Sometimes it's just scrolling through Instagram, honestly, or yes. whatever, right? So if you think, I'm just going to try this for a week, and if I don't feel better, then I get to go right back to how I was doing things before. And then you can kind of experiment with yourself to see, what does it feel like to get a full eight to nine hours? Right. Sometimes you don't even realize, because you're just so used to feeling tired all the time, that right. it feels... So much better when you've gotten that. And I have friends that say, well, I'm just not tired then. Well, then I challenge you to wake up a little bit earlier, set your alarm, just shift your, shift your schedule back a little bit. There's so much, so much better use of your time in the morning. If you're able to shift your hours back. Um, I love that. I love the time in the morning and we've, we've talked about that a ton too. It is so precious on the times I let myself sleep in. It's usually, I usually regret it just a little bit when, cause the whole house is already awake then when I'm awake and I think, Oh, I really miss that 30 minutes of just quiet downtime. Um, and that does take going to bed early yes. and I've had a lot of sleep struggles. So sleep is not natural to me. So oh, okay. yeah, only since I've had kids, I think. Or maybe before that. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I worked, so I worked as a trainer for a long time and always had very early clients. And I think I kind of developed like an insomnia around just that fear. Yes, of anxiety up. waking up. Yes. Mm-hmm. So actually I think that's when it started. So I've experimented with everything to try. Like I really have to have, my husband makes fun of me because everything has to be so perfect. Yes. Like I have to take all my little supplements right in a line. I have to sleep with like my eye patches on. It has to be a certain temperature. I love it. No, I love that. But man, when I get 
I can't, I don't always, and I think, um, some, I think hormones do have a lot to play with it, but, um, when I do get one of those full nights of sleep the next day, I feel like a different woman. Totally. Problems seem smaller. Yes. My emotions seem smaller. Yes. <laughs> All the feelings. Yes. Okay. So what are your favorite supplements to go to sleep? That's a good question because people are like, oh, I just need some wine. I promise you, you're really not sleeping well. Although you think that you are falling asleep better, you are not getting the quality of sleep that you need. And I know... We've all said it, you wake up from the sugars, you can't sleep, while those first few hours might seem really deep, which they're not, um, wine is not the answer. <laughs> wine is not the answer. In fact, a better question would be, when you're choosing whether or not you're going to drink, thinking, do I want to get a good night of sleep tonight yes, or not? That's such a good question. I love that. Right? Yes. Because I, again, when it comes to like certain things or sleep... I'm mostly going to choose sleep a Me lot too. of the time. We do. And maybe we I'm love nerd. Protein and sleep. <laughs> Add us to your party because yes. you definitely want us to be there. We're so fun. <laughs> no, but, um, so some of my favorite supplements. Um, I went a few weeks ago to one of our local, to People's, um, mm-hmm. one of our local little health food stores to ask for, I was going in for a specific supplement and I couldn't find it. So I started talking to one of the guys that worked there who was so knowledgeable. And he told me, to start drinking lemon water before I went to bed every night um, because of its role in, I guess, cleansing your liver and the mm-hmm. time of the night that I was waking up. I like told him every night I wake up at about 3 o'clock. And so um, that has actually made a difference. But supplement-wise, I love magnesium. Is Me my too. favorite. Love it. I do too. <laughs> right? Like yes. In fact, when I start seeing mine going low, I automatically – Get on Amazon and hit that, like, ship it to me because I cannot be out of my calm. Yes. Because I need it. Yes. I take the same one. Calm is awesome. They need to sponsor us. Yes. They are the reason that we are so calm. We are so calm. It's a powder, so you just mix it in your water. It tastes really good, too. Um, I love All it. natural. There's All nothing natural. weird in it. Yep. Um, so magnesium is a natural muscle relaxer. Which is great. It's um, what's found in Epsom salts too. So if you take an Epsom salt bath, it's actually just magnesium. Um, I love it. And it's great for sleeping, relaxing, sore muscles. It's kind of just the miracle everything at night. It's kind of the miracle everything at night. And that's a great point. If you're working out, it's great for your muscles also. And in our modern diet, something that we're typically deficient in. Mm -hmm. So most of us aren't getting enough. And who doesn't want to relax? That's That's like my perfect night would be taking... Of my glass of calm, making a big Epsom salt bath, trying to get it as warm as I can handle it, a little bit of lavender oil, and man, that's a great little prescription to sleep like a baby. Yes. A good baby. A good baby. Through the night. Just be careful to not take too much calm. Don't take too much. You will know. You will know the next morning if you took too much calm. There was a night where I woke up in the middle of the night (laughs) and had insomnia and could not go back to sleep. And I thought, well, I'll just go downstairs and take another dose of calm. Oh, gosh. And I will never do that ever (laughs) again. It's not worth it. So if you don't trust us. Don't trust us. You will be emailing us later to say, oh, now I know. Now I know. Take the prescribed dosage. Take the prescribed dosage. Dosage. And our last... Yes. Do we have anything else on sleep? Sleep is so important. I feel like we could do a whole episode. We could. I think we should. We should. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. Stay tuned. More on sleep. Stay tuned. That was just our mini brief version. Yes. So last one is um, mental. This is huge. This is huge. And this is really why we even started our business because our minds and what we tell ourselves and trying to reshape people's thoughts about their bodies, themselves, their lives. This is so important to us important why I think almost almost every woman that I've had a relationship with 
has some sort of negative track that runs through her head. And mm-hmm. not to sound too cliche, but usually it's something that goes back to when we were kids. Someone told us something about ourselves that maybe even at the time we didn't realize was going to be a significant point of our development. But then we just like carry these negative thoughts or just these expectations of who we need to be in order to be significant. Absolutely. And we talked about this. We were having coffee a couple weeks ago. We talked about kind of our history and where we came from. And we both had the same experience of like a childhood memory of someone saying something to us and you don't realize how it kind of impacts forever. But it just isn't true what we tell ourselves. It isn't. It isn't. And and sometimes it takes, you know, if we're fortunate enough to have someone who truly loves us, whether that's a spouse or a friend who can sometimes speak to us, what they see in us, that can be so powerful. Sometimes, you know, I know my sister is that for me. She'll tell me things that she sees in me. And I think, like, I didn't even know. Like, are you sure that I do that? Are you sure that I'm good at that? Or um, I know our spouses, ours are real supportive. I know not all can be that way, but are just see us for who we are. Absolutely. And all these things that we might not focus on is our kind of shining qualities, but that's what other people see. And we're, we're our harshest critic. I tell clients I train all the time, I'm like, no one's judging you, you're judging yourself. You know, no one's looking at your body the way that you are. They're worried about their bodies and we need to just love our bodies. No one's looking at that, you know, love handle. I know we can feel it. You need to just embrace it and love yourself. Yes. Yes. And why do we split, somehow we split ourselves apart to be like, body is over here, you know, who we are, soul and who Absolutely. we are is over here. When yeah. like, no, they're all connected. Like they you're are. not, you're not an arm walking around or you're right. not like a dimple on your thigh. Like you are the whole thing. Like if I, if I tried to separate any one piece of me, it's not going to live up to like, it's cause we're not designed to be separated. Like we are, it's all of who we are is the magic. And have you ever been around? I love being around people who are just fully alive, especially older women. Oh my gosh. Are so beautiful. So beautiful. And you know what? That goes back. Like confidence is just can carry anyone, any shape, body, and just their soul. I, I will never forget when I was younger, I was um, at Barton Springs pool here in Austin. And I was probably in my early 20s. And I saw this woman hop out of the pool um, in a string bikini and she threw on her jean shorts and she didn't have the best body, but she was so confident and she hopped on her bike and she just like rode off and she just owned it. And I was like, gosh, she looks good. I mean, she just looked just, I never talked to her or anything, but I was just really impressed with her kind of confidence. And that was powerful. Like, why are we so harsh on ourselves about how we look physically because people aren't judging that. Absolutely. And that is so beautiful when you see someone who is living their life to the fullest. Yes. You can't help but take a second glance at that because you yeah. think, wait, there's something different about them and I want Totally. That. that is exactly how I felt. And I still think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that girl on the bike from Barton Springs. That's amazing. Yeah. So how do we get there? Like what are, have you found any certain tools that help you when you do, I mean, a lot of that negative um, chatter is so subconscious that we don't even realize that it's happening. But like when you do, do you have any ways that you shift yourself into? It really is subconscious. I think it definitely just takes time. And I know this is, we're talking about like kind of basics here, but just telling yourself every day, like you're more than your body. You're more than, um, you know, what you're telling yourself and how you said at the beginning of the podcast, like listen to how you're talking to yourself. Would you say that to somebody else? And we have kids that are watching us and learning from us and they're not seeing all the things that we're judging ourselves on. 
They're not. No. They're not. I mean, how many of us for Mother's Day got little notes that said things that I thought, really, you think I'm kind? Because like, what about all the times I lose my temper right. when you can't find right. your or my patience when you can't find your shoes or? Right. But like, they just see us. If we could only see ourselves the way that our children see us, absolutely. I think we'd have a whole different perspective. Absolutely. And you know what? Maybe just outwardly do that too. Like with your friends, just tell them those things that are so great that you see in them. Like just practice spreading the love that way. That I might, love that idea. Yeah, that might help you feel so great too. Because I really do think um, feeling the best about ourselves is when we help other people. Yes. And as women, if we work together to look out for each other, that, I mean, if we, we truly are living in our hearts, I think nine times out of ten we interact with a woman, we're going to notice something spectacular about who she is. Yeah. And if we take just a hot second, not in a creepy way, but just in a nice way to tell her, Man, you know, the way you did, yes. the, you ran the carnival last week was just really awesome. Thank you so much for where your laugh is just great Absolutely. and contagious. Just focus on positives. I like that a lot. Yeah. And the mental like stimulation too, like making sure that we're spending time to read. I love that idea of not, maybe if we're not watching shows at night, which again, there's nothing wrong. I love cuddling up on the couch and watching a great show, but um, there's also something to be said for just reading books and doing things that make our mind interested so we don't... Absolutely. Just constantly learning. Continue to grow. That's huge. And I think the phase we're at and, you know, being moms right now, it's easy to just get stifled with our growth and think, oh, this is it. This is it for me. But it isn't. We need to constantly be, like, learning more and challenging ourselves. Our brains love it. That's great. And that prevents... Alzheimer's and other mental things down in the future. Yeah. It just makes us more interesting people. Absolutely. I love it. Any last thoughts? No, we're super excited um, to continue these podcasts with you guys. And we're going to dive deeper in all of these little subjects. But we were just thinking, oh, it'd be fun to go through the basics um, today. And just over the summer, you know, everyone's kind of, I keep hearing people say, oh, we're just in maintenance mode, which is true. No one's going to make kind of life altering changes over the summer, although you can, but just start doing like implementing little changes that are manageable. Absolutely. I think it's a great time because we're less structured. We have a little bit more wiggle room to sleep in. That's going to yeah. be a great one. If you want to yes. pick that as your one yes. for summer, we fully back you on that. Yes. That's awesome. Well, keep giving us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Any things that you're interested in learning more about? Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.